Bot Radio Network is pleased to present Encounter, a public service program here on KSIV that spotlights local Christian events and provides information and resources to enrich your lives. And now, your Encounter host, Judy Redlick. Hear about a church in North St. Louis who is making strides in our community to change segments of our community so that Jesus Christ might be first in their lives and being on the streets might be never again. I'm Judy Redlick. This is Encounter. My guests today are Andy Krumzik, who is the administrative pastor of Jubilee Community Church in North St. Louis. And we have Mike Zagorski and Gary Adolph, and they are recipients of the program. We're going to learn about the program in the first segment, and in the second segment, you're going to hear the story that Mike has to tell and Gary has to tell. So please stay tuned, won't you? God is on the move in North St. Louis City. Welcome to Encounter. Well, Andy, I want to know how it all came about and a little bit about your story. Well, Judy, I've been in the urban ministry scene for almost 40 years, uh, starting up in Chicago years ago, and then uh, getting involved with a place called Lawndale Community Church and starting Lawndale Christian Development Corporation uh, up in Chicago on the west side, which is a very similar community to the north side community of St. Louis. And through John Perkins and the CCDA ministry and all those things over the years, promise keepers, all kinds of things focused on reconciliation and uh, relocation, reconciliation, redistribution, the idea of being in the community where you're ministering, living there and all that. So uh, I moved to North St. Louis in 1994, August 94, so I've been here a long time, and Jubilee Community Church has been a very holistic-minded church we called ourselves Jubilee Community Church because we are the community. We are in the neighborhood. And, and where love. are you located? We're um, at 4231 North Grand. 4231 North Grand. What's that cross street there? Uh, Carter, just down the hill from the water tower. From the water tower. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we've been, we've been there a long time loving our neighbors in all kinds of ways and had different churches that have partnered with us and people partnered with us and we were there for 25 years and getting ready to say, you know, transition. What does what this transition look like as I get older and the ministry gets older? Mm-hmm. And um, we ended up doing a water retention project that we did with uh, mm. MSD. We dug a hole 10 foot deep and 100 foot square so that we could irrigate an acre and a half of property wow. on Jubilee Oasis Farm. And in order to do that, we had to find help. And we ended up finding a gentleman by the name of Dr. Brian Moore. A long story short, as we did that project and in the transition in the next couple of years, he became our senior pastor in January of 2020, just as COVID was kicking into full steam. So what a great time to become a pastor, huh? Yeah, I'll tell you, in a depressed neighborhood. You told me that this particular area is the worst mile in America. Why do you say that? Well, we didn't say that. The Post-Dispatch said that. Post-Dispatch? I believe it was December 2019. And our neighborhood, if you go up and down Grand Avenue, virtually 
it's hard to say the exact percentage, but almost everybody walking up to the street, uh, up and down the street, are dealing with mental illness, addiction, homelessness is just regular in our neighborhood. And over the years, we've ministered, and that, that population has even grown. And what happened to us as Jubilee as a congregation is we actually were losing some focus, I think. And we were, in some ways, taking on some of the dysfunction of the community. Mm. And as Dr. Moore became part of the congregation and the leadership, and as we went through a leadership transition, he helped us regroup. He helped us. It took us about a year, year and a half to really grow back healthy again. Now, how did he know what to do? Had he had prior experience? He's been involved in ministry um, much of his adult life. And he is actually a fifth-generation grandson of Nat Turner. And Nat Turner led a slave rebellion some five generations ago, and I believe it was 1831. And there's a certain thing that comes inside of a person's heritage that leads them forward. And Dr. Moore comes as a great leader to us at Jubilee. Wow. So he's been there for about the past three or four years. Yes. What all has happened since then? Yes. Well... When he first came, we were dwindling in some ways, and we had a men's recovery program, a recovery house, and that house was not doing well. It was not, so we shut it down because we would rather not do something than do it poorly. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we shut that down, and then we regrouped, and then uh, about a year later, we heard about a group called ARCA, Assisted Recovery Centers of America. And we wanted to learn more about them, and we decided to have a partnership with them. And they are actually in our building. So they have a 1,300-square-foot clinic in our building, and we're going to give them another 600 square feet. And that's part of our partnerships. And what does ARCA do? ARCA helps people that are addicted, have mental illness going on, homelessness going on, some of these things. And many of them go together. They're all distinct, but they go together. And... Um, they do medically assisted withdrawals and they have a funding background so that they can help us and partner with us and so and then one of the biggest things the biggest game changers for us was the vivitrol shot uh, so we help people withdraw and then we get them on the vivitrol shot and that puts a steel helmet around those brain sensors mm. so you really can't get high and then that gives us space to deal with people not just biologically with uh, with medically assisted withdrawal but then we can deal psychologically then we can deal theologically we want to be very holistically minded in what we're doing then that's so important to hit all three dimensions right and what Dr. Moore did, too, and as we learned more and more about this, we, we had to quit asking, what's wrong? Because that's the question we all ask sometimes. What's wrong in the community? Mm -hmm. what's, how are we going to fix it? What we need to really ask is, what happened? And in order to understand what happened, we had to peel the onion back. And we had to go back to chattel slavery. And as we went back there, we never go back there to blame, shame, or guilt white people or people in leadership or any of those things. It's not about blame, shame, and guilt, but it's about understanding what we're up against now so that we can walk forward together as black and white and other ethnic groups, particularly as a unified church crossing the ethnic and the economic and the educational barriers of our culture. 
Because that's what Jesus prayed for in John 17, wasn't it? It was that unity of the body. And so when we went back, we learned about chattel slavery. We learned about Dicethesia athiopica. Try to say that oh, a couple times. Oh, what is huh? that? I'll have to tell you more about that later. You can Google that. Dicethesia athiopica, yeah, and drapedomania. We learned about drapedomania, meritorious manumissions, about the emancipation, right? And about involuntary servitude and reconstruction and black codes and pig laws and Jim Crow and the learned helplessnesses having a cognitive dissonance, civil rights, benign neglect, war on drugs, mass incarceration, and direct and indirect generational trauma. That's what has happened in our community. Mm. So we have to understand that if we're going to be effective. Pastor Andy Krumsick is my guest on this segment. We're going to meet a couple of guys that are going through the program. He's the administrator, pastor of Jubilee Community Church. Now, what project are you involved in now? How are you making your dream come true? So since um, when Dr. Moore became the senior pastor, a lot has happened. Uh, we got the men's home open again. We got a second home opened. So we have the Victor Over Bondage home, the Turner home. We also have a Greer house, which is a third stage of housing. We have another one called the Stolwick house. And then we have the ARCA partnership. We have Jubilee Services, which is our lawn cutting business. Wow. We have Jubilee Public Works, which is our construction division. We have Jubilee Trucking Academy. We help people get their CDLs. Amazing. We're certified with the state for doing that. And now we're uh, doing Jubilee property maintenance and Jubilee property management. So we're getting certified from the state to do property management. And what are you going to do? Do that in the neighborhood? It's all in the neighborhood. All, all in, in the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. So what, what boundaries do you have in that neighborhood, would you say? Uh, the north side, kind of. You know, north of yeah. the Del Mar Divide. It, it all flows together. But we're around together. Natural Bridge and Grand and Grand and Carter, that's that mile, that most murderous mile that St. Louis Post-Dispatch was talking about. Wow. And then, Judy, one more thing then. The, the, there's a motel on Grand Avenue that we shut down, and we're going to be getting that and taking that out of the mess that it was in and mm. repurposing that into the recovery business, into the recovery of men. Right now we have about 30 men, and then when we get that, we're going to be going up to about 70 men and then we bought the old Elliott Elementary School, and we're going to be converting that into Jubilee Wellness Center, and we'll have about 75 beds there. Wow. So you can accommodate probably 150 people when this thing is over, plus your houses. Exactly right. Amazing. And do you, know, do you know how many detox beds there are in all of St. Louis, Judy? I would think less. There is definitely less. There's 16 detox beds in St. Louis. That's it. No wonder it's so hard to get people in. And then there's such a revolving door. Once people get out, they got to have the determination. Exactly right. And so that's where we come in with our credible, competent men, our black tie, and our armor bearers. And the initial program, it's not really a program. We don't call it a program. We call it a home. When guys get there, we say, you're not coming into a program. You're home. And that's who we are. So it's wow. kind of six to nine months in the initial stage, and then one year of black tie leadership training. And we just are always working from that biological, psychological, theological framework, helping men become stable, working men, training them in masculine ethics of working and, and being a man, and connecting to God, being a brotherhood, reconnecting with their families, and leading. How can people learn more? 
Well, uh, you can call Jubilee Community Church. Uh, that is 553-9499. And uh, my email is stlandy, S-T-L-A-N-D-Y, at AOL.com. At AOL.com. Hey, we're going to take a break in just a little bit, and you're going to meet a couple of the guys that are black tie members now of this program, and they're growing in Christ Mike Zagorski and Gary Adolph, and we've been talking to Andy Crumsick, who is the administrative pastor of Jubilee Community Church. And that neighborhood again We're is, right by Grand and Carter. And by the Post-Dispatch, they think that is the worst, worst mile. Worst mile. In um, America. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. An undertaking that God is opening up so men and women might come off the streets. I'm Judy Redlick. We'll be right back with more of Encounter and to hear from Mike and Gary after this break. So please come back, won't you? If you've listened to me at any time at all, or you've been friends with me, you know that I love to help people tell their story. Another thing I enjoy doing is helping people find their highest potential. If you're in a life's rut and you just can't figure out how to get past your stuck place, a life coach like me could help. Let me walk with you through your journey of transition. I'm a Christian life coach, and to find out more about my coaching, go to my coaching page at judyredlick.com or email me at jredlickspeaks at gmail.com. This is Encounter. Thanks for coming back. We're talking about Jubilee Community Church, the great thing they are doing in, as the Post-Dispatch calls it, the worst mile in America, how God is changing people's lives. You're going to meet a couple men on this segment whose lives have been changed. Let's meet Mike Zagurski first. Mike, tell us a little bit about your story and what God has done for you. Well, um, I actually, I, I grew up in a, uh, in a Catholic home. Um, and when it comes to God, I just never really understood what, what he really means and how much he means. And my father, he always um, said, you know, how powerful prayer is, and I just never heard it. And, you know, and I ended up getting in, out in these streets, uh, drug addiction. Um, thank God, I, when I was at my lowest point, uh, my family was still there for me, even after all the, the problems I've had. Uh, my sister, I called her for help, and... Um, and she found this Jubilee program. And I, uh, at first, I, when I got there, I had never, I, I had been in sober living programs before, but um, I had never been in a faith-based program. And when I got there, um, I actually got there on a Saturday and we had a service on Sunday. And uh, it was just an eye-opening experience. Um, so, Mike, how long were you on the streets? Uh, I, at... Before I got to Jubilee, I was on the streets for eight months. For eight months. What was it like to be on the streets? Uh, Just living, you know, just by uh, any means necessary, meaning, you know, just totally, total uh, out of control, but uh, doing whatever it took to survive. 
and your sister found this program. Uh, what were some of the things that you would recommend to families, as like your sister did, uh, to help people like you get off the streets? To never give up on them. I mean, that's the number one thing. Just to to know that uh, if they if you can somehow get them in a spiritual way of seeing God and knowing that that anything is possible, that he can help you in, in so many ways. Um, to be able to get that through to them, it would be my number one uh, suggestion. And so then, she got you into this, and then what? And, and also just never giving up on them, you know, because there's so many guys out here that, you know, that we have in our house that um, are so talented and have so many things going for them now that they've gotten clean, but they had those same talents out on the streets. And then all it took was for one person to, to give them that chance. And So uh, quickly, what are you doing now? What I am actually right now, I am working for uh, the Jubilee property maintenance part of it. And I'm uh, we work on about 180 different uh, apartments that are throughout the, that same community and, um, you know, fixing sinks and that kind you of thing. You must be in construction. You must love to work with your hands. Oh, yes. I, lo- I love to work with my hands. And uh, and then I'm just doing anything that, that I can to help serve. You know, I came from a, actually a pre- my father and mother were just wonderful people. And so I come in uh, experiencing a lot of different things and I'm and being able to get with these guys that a lot of them have even had it. I mean, there was a guy in there that hadn't had a birthday cake in his life. Wow. <laughs> wow. And so it, where I'm at now is all I want to do is serve and, and wow. help the next guy coming in. And that's that's what I'm all, all about. And how long have you been with the community? I've been there. I will be coming up on a year on August 2nd. Awesome. Gary, yeah. what about you? I'm kind of a... Similar story almost, but uh, come from a more broken family of addiction, and my mom and dad were both uh, addicts. My dad passed away an addict. My mom, uh, she has four years clean now. Great. And I was uh, raised by my grandmother, uh, who gave me whatever I needed to survive. And like? Like, she had, I've ne- I never had to worry about clothing, never had to worry about food, never had to worry about housing, lights, or anything like that. Because my grandmother, she did whatever it was necessary to keep us happy and while our parents weren't there. And my grandmother took on me and my siblings. Wow. How many siblings do you have? I have four other siblings. Wow. So she took on all five of you because your mother and father were drug drug addicts. Yep. So how how long were you on the streets? When did you come uh, on the streets? I was on the streets for seven years. Seven years. What was that like for you? What was the hardest thing about being on the streets? Uh, the hardest thing about being on the streets is <laughs> protecting yourself and protecting yourself from anything like from I've had stuff stolen. I've been robbed. I've had just an addiction. I was an addiction. So just surviving on the streets is alone because you you don't know where your next meal is going to come from. You you're more in, in my addiction. I was more worried about getting high than I was about food or shelter or anything like that. Which is, it's crazy to say now because I'm thinking about it, but it, it was what it, our, my mind was on was getting high to ease the pain that I wasn't thinking about what was going wrong in my life at the time or what I was running from. And how did you find Jubilee Community Church? 
I found Jubilee Community Church through my sister. She knew the housing director, uh, mm. Jamal Perut. And he, when I got out of jail, so I was locked up before, I was locked up for three months beforehand. And when I got out of jail, I uh, needed a place to go. I was let out, and then the next day, my mom took me to find different places to go. We start off at the cafe, and then the cafe called Jamal, and Jamal actually accepted me, and it was a Tuesday, accepted me into the program and everything. And from there, I just flourished. Like, I, I did, I came in doing whatever was asked, like, because I was grateful to not be on the street, not have to worry about hiding my stuff, not to worry about where I was going to sleep, not worry about where food was coming from, anything like that, running from court or anything like that. Wow. So between the two of you, oh, and where are you now? How long have you been there? I've been at Jubilee on September the 13th. I would be there a year. Woohoo! That's exciting, both of you young <laughs> yeah. men. Yep. And what are your talents? Shortly, in a brief uh, sentence, what are your talents? I run the Jubilee Public's work, which is the Jubilee Construction Company. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. That is pretty exciting. Now, to both of you, what is the hardest thing once you get off the streets to get used to? Uh, to get used to. The, the street mentality of, yeah. of, of this is mine, like trying to like, because you, when you're on the streets, you, you got to be kind of like closed off and and like kind of like it's not a hoarder but like you're like you're you're used to surviving and you got to come from surviving to thriving mm -hmm. and that's that's that was the hardest thing for me is being on the street mentality of like a lot for me is my anger so like coming off of like being on the street you have to have an anger on the street because you got to protect yourself on the street and coming into the housing, you don't have to do that because it's a brotherhood and it's a, we're, we're all there with each other. So that's the hardest thing for me is to actually let people in and to let people, to trust people. Trust. How about you trust. guys? I mean, that's, yeah, coming in and, and trusting everyone that's in, in this family that we have, yeah. uh, knowing that, that everyone has your best interest mm -hmm. and everyone's been, has been through the same things you have and, uh, and just learning how to love again, really. Yeah. We talked a little bit earlier about families should not give up on yes. someone. So where are the guidelines, the parameters, so that you're not an en enabling family? Yeah, that's, that's tough there. That's um, a thin line yeah. right there. <laughs> um, um, I can say it's... My my grandma is like my biggest inspiration, like not being an enabler because my grandmother, she had my mom and my addiction and, and her addiction. And then so like my grandmother, she like kind of like if you were hungry, she's going to feed you. Mm -hmm. If like if you're if you need clothes, she's going to give you clothes. She's not going to give you money. She's not. So like that's where I think the, the line is. It's like not. If you can give the materials, then you give the materials is what I would think. And uh, I'd say, like, as far as finding help, you can always find them. You know, I mean, there's there are lots of programs, lots of places that you can go to. And, and finding them, that program, what's that? To, to, it doesn't hurt anybody. I mean, if it's, it's still going to be his or her ultimate choice to do the right thing and make that next step. But 
to wash your hands of them forever is is just that's yeah. that does nobody any good so i mean finding them places i mean there is so many resources out there um to give them you know that that chance a second chance third chance fourth chance and maybe they find they find uh jesus christ and and change their lives i love this little statement about jubilee community church becoming purposeful employed cooperative and contributing community stakeholders i love that statement let's go back to you andy and how can people find out more about jubilee community church whether they're on the streets off the streets and wanting to help well you can come by 4231 north grand we're there all the time just about every time and where our two men's homes are on north grand as well uh, our website is jubileeministriesstl.com. Jubileeministriesstl.com. Yes. And what are your next moves? Uh, we are going to uh, close on this motel and convert that into recovery ministry. And then we're on the pre-development of Jubilee Wellness Center to create that 51,000 square foot wellness center for our community. Wow, that's amazing. And not just the neighborhood, but other places around the area as it grows. Jubilee Trucking Academy, you have Jubilee Public Works, you have Jubilee Services. Amazing what God has done. Uh, Jubilee Property Management. Amazing. God has done some great stuff. Again, the website and the uh, phone number. It is jubileeministriesstl.com. And the phone number is area code 314-553-9499. That phone number again is 314-553-9499. That's 314-553-9499. You could always show up, 4231 North Grand. Amazing. Thank you all three for coming today to join us for Encounter, and I hope you all have been enlightened on what God can really do when someone reaches out and becomes a friend, but not an enabler. I'm Judy Rudlick. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Encounter. This has been Encounter with Judy Rudlick, informing listeners on local Christian events and matters that affect your lives. Spread the word and invite people to listen to Encounter on KSIV or online at botradionetwork.com. Okay, sweetheart, I've turned on the nightlight and here's Teddy. Grandma, I love it when you tuck me in. You're my best friend. Don't ever leave me. I love you. Electronic Caregiver helps seniors maintain independence and safety at home with their medical alert system. The Smart Wristband provides telehealth, medication reminders, and personalized messages. If an emergency occurs, loved ones can call for help by pushing the button. More information from Cheryl Wilson at 314-312-0034. Check out more of Judy's interviews at judyredlick.com. That's J-U-D-Y-R-E-D-L-I-C-H dot com. Or email her at judyredlickspeaks at gmail.com. Friend her on Facebook. Connect with her on LinkedIn.